Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Seen like uh, personally, I've seen this change over the past five and six years, and it has been reflected in their balance sheet as well. And so, if you look at the stock prices, there was actually an article the other day. So, the publicly said, traded company, publicly traded company. And so, this article was said, "Why would you want to invest in Tesla when you have Games Workshop?" You're looking at. So, if you, I mean, look at the returns. It was like some astronomical number. I think. So, if you look at their stock price ten years ago, it was like a thousand dollars, which is really high for your stock price. Yeah. You, you want to know what's that right now, Scott? Yes. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. You're watching and listening to the Scott Townsend Show. And I have with me a, uh, I'm going to call, maybe a self-professed nerd. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Oh, 100%. 100%. Jason Horn. Say hello, Jason. Hey, how's everybody doing? You doing all right? Yes, sir. I'm just doing fun. Having About to go eat some lunch because yeah. I get hungry at times. You know, I like eating you know, and it's good. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Uh, well, I worked out this morning, so that was good, and I had a protein shake, so I'm really oh. starving right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I asked Jason to be on the show today because um, th- this is something I don't know anything about, and I'm very curious to find more out more about this topic, and that is table games, uh, role-playing games, and he has a, a convention coming up. Uh, here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, but it's opened up. It's opened up to everybody across the United States. And I understand you've got some people coming in from as far away as Florida. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. We actually have two people coming in from Florida, uh, but traditionally, you know, we've had representation from both coasts, which is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, right. People are people are flying out from like San Diego or you know um, New Hampshire. And coming to play at our our little event here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Man, that's so interesting. So you know, I uh, I, I haven't played this game before. I don't know that I've played a game any game in a long time, <laughs> other than putting together a Rubik's cube. But well, we need. Others... I need to get you involved. We need to have you come out and play some games with us. Then sounds like sounds like that'd be fun. I see guys at paper games and the table, you know, laid out on tables with their little right. models and things like that. Yeah. So. As we get into this, oh, go ahead. So it's interesting, Scott. What the game you're talking about is called Warhammer 40K, and it's been around since the 80s. And so before, even before I was born, which is kind of fun, uh, but not before you, Scott, right? Right, no. <laughs> Thanks so, for reminding me. Hey, no, no worries. And so we're actually on the ninth version of this game, and I started off with little models, little metal models, and I had – it takes place in the 40,000 uh, 40, years into the future. And so you got these human genetic super soldiers versus uh, all the perils that are in the universe from uh, chaos and demons and, and uh, even alien creatures and alien races that want to destroy the universe. So the tagline for this whole sci-fi uh, genre is there is only war. <laughs> so yeah, when you're in the 41st millennium, uh, there is only war, and you'll probably get eaten by uh, this alien race called Tyranids, which are basically like bugs. So it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> you know, you don't really have anything to look forward to. Uh, the really neat thing about this this game is that not only is it a miniatures game that you can play with your buddies, you know, have fun, relax. You get to build and paint models, which is something that I did when I was a kid growing up with my dad. Um, and then show that off to your friends. But there's also a, a 
enormous lore behind this. I mean, there's been third, uh, eight since the eighties when they start, created this universe, there has been books over the past, was it at um, 40 years? And so there is a huge following of Warhammer 40,000 in the world because of this. In fact, uh, the cool thing is you don't have to even play the game to love these books. And uh, I, for one, started out playing the hobby or playing the game back nine years, almost 10 years ago. And first off, my wife is devastated that I picked up this game because if I know, Scott, you haven't been to my house but I'm afraid to show you my room because it is <laughs> damned packed with miniatures. I've actually asked her one time because uh, I was playing golf before I started Warhammer 40K. And I was like, honey, do, did you, you know, going back 10 years ago, would you have rather me continue to play golf or play Warhammer 40K? And she like, without a doubt, like just said, I'd rather you play golf because <laughs> you wouldn't have as many clubs as you do miniatures here and so, so and that'd keep you out of the house too yeah to keep you out of the house uh, you know there's a meme out there that you have this huge collection as you've seen in my background i have some of the models i have there's just a very small very very small portion of actually wow. what i got um but there's a meme out there where it shows all these models and some really big big units that are probably two and a half three feet tall i mean you you look at that that army and it's probably you know 25 to thirty thousand dollars worth of just product and in the meme it says my biggest fear is that my wife sells my collection for what i paid for for what i told her i paid for it (laughs) (laughs) i tell you that is my biggest fear right now because i have not told her how much all this stuff costs hopefully she doesn't watch this or listen to it yeah i'm pretty sure well uh, maybe I'm incriminating myself right now. So that's pretty terrifying. <laughs> so you, you bring up, I saw this one uh, quote. It said it, this uh, Warhammer uh, 40K, it's what middle-class nerds did instead of heroin. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There's also, also another meme out there that says, uh, uh, teach your kids Warhammer because they won't have enough money to buy drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you could you equate that with a lot of things, but yeah. uh, it is very true. It is an expensive hobby, uh, but like I said, it is a hobby, and it's not you know it's not a uh, paid it's not a pay to play per se. Uh, it's more of you know there's a lot of people out there, and and I guess the reason I started the Iron Halo is because you know I love this Warhammer community so much. It's kind of like you know uh, a. Go- a golf league or a sports league where you create friends locally. But the really neat thing is I have friends that I met going to these conventions that are in Australia, in England. And, you know, every year when we go to, you know, one of the big events that they go to, it's kind of like a family reunion mm-hmm. where you're excited to see the people that you haven't seen in a year and catch up on what they've been doing. Um, and it's, it's, it's actually better than a family reunion because you actually want to see those people <laughs> and you want to meet them. Uh, and it's also like a family reunion because there is drama. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's, Let's there's talk about the of, game. Yeah. Let's talk about the game itself. So you got, uh, so you've got a, uh, I, I, it's a table game. Uh, tabletop game. Tabletop game. You've got these miniatures, mini, mm-hmm. miniatures, however you say that. 
And so you set up your table and two people play? Is there more than two or just two guys play? Two, two people play? Well, traditionally, it is a two-player game. However, you can okay. play with many different people. Um, I've seen games with uh, as large as, as 20 to 30 people per side. And if you can imagine, wow. this is played on a, um, a five-by almost four table. And so you can have multiple tables strung together, which uh, helps – uh, with the immersion of the game, you can have uh, w- what's really cool is you can have different terrain set up. So you can have a map with very little terrain, which is very advantageous for vehicle type armies or large robotic type units called Imperial Knights. And uh, you can have, uh, yep, the Imperium. Uh, you can have very uh, heavy terrain, like more uh, residential style terrain, ruins type terrain, which is very beneficial towards infantry and so if you think about this game this game is really like chess on steroids and so if you've ever played maybe a computer game similar to uh, starcraft or warcraft it is kind of the same concept except um, you have a limited number of units on the board based on the game requirements and you just you go out there each unit has their own stat line and you're able to roll dice based on that stat line and from there you can uh, destroy enemy units. You can you can give wounds to creatures and so uh, or models out there. And while it, it sounds complex, you know once you dig into it, it actually becomes a, a very fun, very relaxing. And the 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 best thing about it is you get to play uh, with models that you created and painted yourselves against friends or even buddies and just have a fun time. I think my favorite part about the game is that I get to troll hard or 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 just rag on my friends to the nth degree when playing this game because it'd be like why would you want to shoot this unit that's a terrible choice i mean you do you're not going to do anything to them you know and and you know it's kind of like you're at the golf course or you're at a trash talking yeah just trash talking like left and right because you know it the the funny thing is that this is a game with dice and as everybody knows dice is random and so you can you can have a 99 percent chance to kill this model but because this player was able to roll some really hot dice that model lives and so it's just very a uh, very fun very rewarding and sometimes even frustrating game to play but uh, like i said it's all about who you're with and how you and and enjoying the experience and, and not the destination now i'll have to apologize ahead of time because sometimes i interrupt too much but thoughts questions pop into my mind one of the questions that uh, I was, that popped up was uh it, so if i if you and i were p- going to play mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i'm just getting started and i have like just a handful of models or something and you've got mm-hmm. obviously a house full so can't i mean <laughs> a small when, house when, when can yeah when can you start to play i mean if i have five guys Am I able to play or do I need a hundred dollars worth of stuff before I can start? When can I start playing? Yeah, you can start playing today with like five models at at paper games, which is our local comic book and game store. They have kits that are like $50 and you can play with your buddies for $50. And so they're the really neat thing about this game is, you know, in the competitive format, which is what I'm, what I play a lot of, um, it has anywhere from, you can have anywhere from three to um, 
probably 200 plus models on the board. So but when if you, you go wanted, to a, if you go to a convention, mm-hmm. how do you how do you so you're walking in with boxes of yeah. models. Yeah. We have it carrying cases, not boxes. <laughs> we organize them, we magnetize the bases so that so that uh, if they get bumped they won't they won't move so much. I mean there's a whole system in place. I mean you can get super organized. You know, you got the OCD out people out there that are like just like uh putting those models right where they're supposed to go. And so it just you know, the cool thing about this game is it is a it is a model game. And so uh, if you're first starting out, I'd recommend you, you know, buy the faction you so you can have uh so the game is represented in, in over 22 24 different factions ranging from the terminator to all the way to uh uh the imperium of mankind which is the genetic super soldiers you even have the ability to play as a female arm all female army a uh, the sisters of battle aka nuns with guns which is kind of funny. And that's, and that's a whole other topic on how they got the name. But it's nuns with guns legitimately. And then you even have the traditional uh, standard army trooper. And so what's really funny about this game is you are you, – the sky's the limit as far as what army and faction you want to play to – uh, even there's even some amazing conversions. So you can take, I saw a Chuck Norris model the other day <laughs> and a Sylvester, like a Rambo Sylvester Stallone model. So that was, that was pretty awesome. It was really yeah. special. Uh, it seems like th- there's three levels to this uh, uh, Warhammer 40,000. Um, there's the gameplay itself, which mm-hmm. is just, you, you can play the game mm-hmm. or you can get all into the modeling. Mm-hmm. and not even play the game or right. you can play the game and get into the modeling and then the third level is the lore the books you know like the black library i think has oh, hundreds of books yeah about... i would say thousands oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's 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 amazing i mean uh for the you folks out there listening if you want some really awesome sci-fi check out black library uh that is the uh, lore arm of the Warhammer universe. In fact, there's so you got the sci-fi version and then you also have the fantasy version, which is called age of Sigmar or uh, Warhammer fantasy. And if you're looking for some amazing story arcs that transcend like years of writing, um, it's out there. And so in fact, one of my personal favorite stories is, is the Warhammer 30 K Horace heresy book series in uh, the black library in black library. So basically this is, I'm not, and no spoilers because this has already happened in the past, but the, in 30 K there were 12, no, excuse me. There were 20 primarchs created by the emperor of mankind. And uh, this is their story about how some of them betrayed the emperor of mankind. And so they, uh, the emperor calls them his son. So it's like sons betraying the father and it's an amazing story arc because you have these uh, Primarchs, which are uh, super, super genetic super soldiers, which have basically been um, the Emperor of Mankind has traits for each one of these sons that he has created. And it's really cool to follow. Like some have traits that are like leadership, some have beauty, some have intelligence, some have um, you know selfishness, some have uh, hatred. And it's really neat to see all these interactions within this huge story arc. And 
we're actually coming towards the end of the story arc, which has started probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. But uh, I am, I am just, I'm loving the book series. I'm loving getting to know all these characters and my heart is getting wrenched out when characters pass away or die uh, due to, uh, fighting against their brother. So I'm not, I don't want to give any other spoilers other than, right. you know, who dies. Primarchs do die, which is pretty, te- pretty terrifying. But uh, if you're wanting to read an amazing story arc, uh, you need to read the first three books of the Horus Heresy series, uh, which, is, uh, which is amazing. So I, would, I think the first one's Horus Rise. The second one is False Gods. And the third one is Galaxy in Flames. So I would recommend that you'll get to, you'll get to love some of the characters like Gabriel Loken, Saul Tarvitz. Um, and I think it is one of the best fantasy series that I've ever read in my life. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a break here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking. We'll talk about uh, where this all came from and uh, how you can join uh, this convention Uh, right after this. Hey, this is Scott Townsend, and we're back with Jason Horn with uh, Iron Halo Convention coming up uh, probably in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, it's actually in two weekends. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about uh, 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 Warhammer for uh, 40,000 and we just started getting into where the, where all of this came from. So I guess Game Workshop is the creator of uh, this entire yes. universe. Yes. Uh, technically, I believe it is Games Workshop and they have a lot of parent companies now. Um, this game, you know, it started back in the 80s. And it started with an edition called Rogue Trader. And, and basically it, it was all of these, the, the concept was all of these space uh, explorers going out, trying to find old technology uh, in the 41st millennium. And so um, if you can imagine, you know, right now we're in 2000 AD or 2K, <laughs> right? Right. And this is 40,000 years in the future. So um if, if you want to get a synopsis on the whole history of what has happened in the future, you can actually look it up online and, and they have events like, um, uh, you know, AI taking over and actually in the future, they're very against AI. Uh, it, and it's just an amazing lore that's the story behind it. And so the miniatures are amazing. They've really, they're releasing new products uh, almost monthly and uh, people are excited to get their hands on them. In fact, most of them, most of the really good models are, are sold out. So I, I found it interesting that um, uh, game workshops is uh, a press shy and that they typically only communicate through their magazine. What was the name of that magazine? Uh, White Dwarf. Well, that, that has actually uh, changed quite a bit in the recent years. So uh, that was traditionally the way they would communicate with their audience base. But uh, with the change of the new CEO, uh, they have definitely become more uh, customer focused with uh, having Twitch streams, uh, showing new product, you know, ha- having open discussions. They've, they've done more painting videos. Uh, they're actually meeting their player base instead of just producing a rule book saying, oh yeah, we think these rules are going to be really good. 
which is really great for the game, really great yeah. for, for uh, like PR and the, the you know, Customer from a engagement. Exactly. And from a, this is kind of an interesting uh, aside. Um, we've seen like, uh, personally, I've seen this change over the past five and six years and it has been reflected in their balance sheet as well. And so if you look at the stock prices, there was actually an article the other day. So it's a publicly said, traded company? Publicly traded company. And so this article was said, why would you want to invest in Tesla when you have Games Workshop you're looking at? So if you I mean, look at the returns, it was like some astronomical number, I think. So if you look at their stock price 10 years ago, it was like $1,000, which is really high for your stock price. Yeah. You, you, you want to know what's at right now, Scott? Yes. $10,000. A share? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Th- 10 years ago. And so, <laughs> so if I would have invested a thousand dollars, I'd have $10,000 right now. And, and they're, they're paying dividends wow. anyway. It's very interesting. They, I, I believe the article, one of the articles I read a couple months ago, it said that they were the only company in England. Cause this is actually a company out of England mm-hmm. to be profitable during the pandemic. Yeah, I saw that, which is pretty amazing. Um, it, which brings me to my next question or next point. And that is, it's th- this seems like to be an underground. Uh, and there's a lot of people who are into it. There's a lot of money being made. The company's doing well. There's a lot of fan- uh, you know nerd fanatic people that are all up in this. Uh, yes, it is fanatic is the correct word. <laughs> <laughs> but if I were to um, walk down the street and ask if I did a reporter on this on the street corner and I stopped somebody and said, who, who's Darth Vader? They would tell me. Mm-hmm. But if I stopped uh, another person and said, who is uh, Commander Shadow Son? <laughs> no one would know. No one would no, know. Like, no one, exactly. So <laughs> when is it going to cross over to, does there have to be a movie made or a TV show created or something to bring it to mainstream before the average Joe like me is going to know about this? Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. And I think Games Workshop is in the progress of doing those things. So right now, as far as I know, that they uh, contracted with the Marvel comic book studio oh. to actually develop a comic book on uh, Marnius Calgar. And he is, a, uh, he is an Ultramarines, uh, Ultramarines uh, space marine. And um, the Ultramarines, they are basically the poster boys of Warhammer 40,000. Oh, yeah. And as a Blood Angels player and a Sisters Battle player, I absolutely hate them because they're, they're just like the poster boys. You know, they're like the, the, guy, the fraternity guy that's the chiseled chin and like, <laughs> hey, we're really good out here. And they really don't do any work. And so um, anyway, but uh, they're developed comic books. Uh, in fact, they've actually recently said that they are going to be developing a movie or TV, uh, a movie or yeah. TV show called Eisenhorn, which is another book in the Black Library series, uh, mm. Inquisitor Eisenhorn. And I've also read that book, and it is really good. Uh, not as good as the Horus Heresy, I think, because you got the <laughs> Primarchs and you got super like brothers fighting against each other, and it's really funny because you know even in the forty-first millennia, brothers fight. <laughs> and it's really funny. More to things see that. change, the more things stay the same. Exactly, exactly. So you see that reflected in in the books and then in the lore. Um, and it's really neat. We're also seeing a lot of, um, you know, underground third party, not affiliated create content creators out there. And so there's actually a quick YouTube video segment called uh, 
Astartes, I believe. And uh, it's quick. There's, there's five videos. They're two minutes a piece. And if you want to know what space Marines do, watch that video. Hmm. Video two is one of my favorite videos uh, in, in, in all, of all of 40K because it's like you see the Space Marines, they're boarding into the ship and you've got – and the Space Marines are, are seven and eight feet tall, super genetically enhanced. They have two hearts, three lungs, super strength <laughs> in, a pow, in, a, in a suit of power armor. So it's just, they're not wearing like fatigues or anything. Right. And, and they're, they're coming in and they've got these – they got these bolt rifles – and they're not like a traditional machine gun that you know just shoots around. Each round of these bolt rifles is actually a miniature rocket with an explosive tipped head, and they only explode after they contact flesh. So in the books, you can <laughs> it routinely says uh, uh, after the after they shoot the these bolt rounds, it's like a pink mist. It just explodes because they hit hit the solid solid body and it just explodes inside outside uh, of these these enemy models and wow. so uh, you know you got these space marines trugging through these small corridors you got these guys that are just normal joes trying to kill these space marines with like like las guns and 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 knives and stuff and they just can't even they can't even do it so it's like three space marines versus an like an entire armed ship. And they just they just wouldn't even stand a chance. And so, so you need to send me the link to that video for those. those I will. Videos. We'll I will. And so it also. No, go ahead. Uh, and also, um, so there's a website called Warmer, Warhammer Forty Thousand dot com. It goes deeply into the game itself, and there's actually some videos that Games Workshop created. And so it also kind of shows like the grim dark of the universe and like what these super soldiers are doing. And so it's uh, it's an um, they just came out with since Ninth Edition just released. They just came out with a video um, representing Ninth Edition. And when I first saw it, I was like, wow. <laughs> like the chainsword's gonna do that oh my god you know it's like the you know like the reaction video and then and it, it was it was really really cool yeah so let's talk about the convention um so you've got this convention coming up you've done it for how many six years, years now six years and mm -hmm. uh i guess you guys started um 2015 2014 14 mm-hmm so Tell me a little bit about, uh, tell the listeners and watchers a little bit about this convention and uh, how they might get involved. Sure. So our, 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 our event started in 2014 in a, in a small restaurant. We actually started with 40 people. And uh, through the years, we've grown it with, uh, you know, meeting friends at different events uh, and having pe people come down. And so now on the 40K side, we're going to have uh, 30, 130. And then uh, for the other events like 30K, Age of Sigmar, and Titanicus, we're going to have uh, another 20 people now. So our event has grown from 40 to 150 in six years. Wow. And uh, uh, I'm actually really excited. It's probably going to grow even more. You know, I, I, I was anticipating anywhere from 150 to 200 people on the, just the 40K side. Uh, but because of the pandemic and because of, of spacing requirements, we've definitely reduced that number down. And so, you know, some of the, it, it was really interesting this year. It was, was supposed to be like one of our banner years, but right. you know, the pandemic happened. And, and, and so we took precautions, like obviously we're, we're making our players wear masks. 
where we're actually passing each each participant is going to have a bottle of hand sanitizer so that's really good to keep everybody safe and secure and so right um, you know our whole goal is to play the game safely have fun but i feel like you know personally you know what's the point of living if you can't feel alive and right. for some people here it's uh playing warhammer 40,000 and playing all these games is is helping them cope and helping them feel alive and living life and so we're just happy to be a part of that so um this uh, c- convention is uh what's it for as far as you guys get together but are you raising money for something or is it uh what? yeah so we we've partnered up with on the rock ministries the past uh five this is year five and so we raise money to help them uh you know pay for any facility improvements like we bought we've the iron halo you know with all of the fundraisers have bought uh, air conditioning units doors for the rock we've helped them purchase a bus and last year uh they were able to help pay for a therapy dog for their students so oh, that's cool uh you wow. know we we're really connected with uh, andy and on the rock and, and this year um, we haven't really because you know because of covid threw everything out of whack we were planning on on doing a lot of stuff with them but uh this year um we are we have a warhound titan and i can actually get it for you if you want to see what it looks like yeah it's like a little baby <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Hold on one second. I didn't think yeah. about this. So yeah. behind the curtain, right? Yeah. Dancing. Can you do your best dancing bear, Scott? Yeah, I'll do my <laughs> dancing bear, and uh, we'll wait for Jason here. I thought he was talking about he was going to bring something to show me later on, not not like right now, but that's cool. Warhammer, uh, Warhammer for forty thousand. So I think the forty thousand forty k is referring to the 40k is referring to uh, the year 40,000. So I thought, I, when I first saw 40,000, I thought that I, I had no idea what that meant. Um, so it sounds like, oh man, Jason's coming back with his uh, something here what in the world. What is that, man? So, this is a Warhound Titan. Oh, wow. It is uh, probably about a foot tall. It's yeah. missing, missing an arm. That's the arm right there. But we'll oh. fix this. So, we're actually <laughs> raffling this off at the Iron oh. Halo to support On the Rock Ministries. Oh, cool. That has been professionally painted by Outcast Painting. It's got a really nice base. Yeah. You're actually the first one to uh, that I told this to, so I haven't actually huh. told it. We have a we have a, a a scoop here the reveal yeah yeah the big reveal so it's awesome really awesome this unit you can actually play uh, in Warhammer 40k and, really uh, yep yep so we have models that go from like a foot tall to there's one that is probably three feet tall which oh I want to get but Stephanie is not going to let me get because it's too expensive <laughs> I want to put it on the mantle because I think it'd be an amazing amazing just, piece. just tell her uh tell her how much it really doesn't really cost and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was only 10 bucks yeah it was only 10 bucks i don't think she'll believe me to be yeah. honest so <laughs> so the so the game is um in the here in bartlesville people are coming in from all over uh there's going to be precautions a lot of precautions it sounds like to keep people safe and uh masks and hand sanitizer, social distancing and 
temperature checks and all that stuff. So it sounds like you guys are taking uh, safety and health seriously for this uh, convention and keep people safe and therefore letting them have a good time. Uh, that's correct. You know, our goal is to make sure it is a safe environment for everyone. You know, masks. Um, um, our staff is actually going to be required to wear masks as well as a face shield. So, mm. and then anybody that's working the concession, we have gloves for plenty mm. of gloves to give out. You know, we can provide masks if, if we need to, but uh, you know, my, uh, uh, again, our goal is to be safe and be responsible and, I think, I think we're going to do a good job of that. You know, uh, the numbers here in Bartlesville, the COVID numbers here in Bartlesville and Dewey are, are rel relatively low. I think it's at you know, 80 in the eighties right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our concern is, is people coming from, from out of town and catching, catching the virus. So uh, on top of the temperature checks, you know, if someone is, you know, dry cough, you know, kind of not, not looking very good. We'll obviously, you know, last them to leave. Uh, we'll refund their ticket, you know, and if anybody also, in addition, if anybody that's coming in from out of town is been exposed to someone with COVID or has COVID or is in the recovery, you know, we are actually offering refunds up until the day of the event uh, based on oh. any sickness or COVID related um, issues. And so, you know, that's potentially <laughs> could be very devastating to our event. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys will be fine. Sounds like you got all your bases covered. So for more information about the uh, Iron Halo Convention, um, we'll post the link to the website here at the end of the video and in the show, note, show notes below on the YouTube channel and on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Radio, TuneIn, uh, and wherever else you get your podcast. So, well, Jason, thanks a lot for stopping by and giving me a great education on uh, Warhammer 40,000. That's correct. You know, and, and Scott, you're going to help us out with the event, aren't you? Yes, I am. So I'll be there okay. running one of the, Oh, that reminds me, they have live, you guys are going to live stream it. So, I mean, people will be able to watch if they're not going to be able to make it, they can check in, yep. check in and see what's going on. That's exactly right. And so uh, I'll send you the link for that, but it's a uh, Twitch uh, slash Lord Marshall TV, all one word. Uh, but I'll send you the link for that. And we will go live uh, Saturday morning around nine o'clock. So the next yeah. next Saturday. So for all the for all you listening or watching, all these links that we mentioned in the uh, in the show today, I'll have in the show notes because we did cover a lot of material, a lot of uh, links that uh, if you want to do more a deeper dive or want to sign up for the conference, the convention. I'm sorry, um, be sure and sign up. Help help those guys uh, get their attendance numbers up. If you want to find out uh, what it's all about, it'd be a great place to start. So. Well, Jason, thanks a lot. Thanks for all the info. Uh, we should have you back sometime. Yeah, after the convention's over. <laughs> all right, man. Well, for Jason Horn, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for watching and listening to the Scott Townsend Show. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. The Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Scott Townsend Show.